Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app the characteristics of who God says I am. So I am born into the kingdom of God where all resources that we need are there. And I just believe it's so. And if I believe it's so, I wake up, it is so. Fitness and wellness expert, naturopath, and adventure enthusiast, Wendy Peck. And my husband, Todd Isburner. He's a fundraising guru, men's mentor, and Bible scholar. And as a couple, we're going to share riveting breakthrough stories from our guests who've experienced the meaning of a changed life. Our hope is that you will be inspired, equipped, and entertained along your own life journey. So lean in, listen well. This could be your biggest breakthrough. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. I'm Todd Isburner. Yes, and this is an amazing show. We're so excited because this show is about dreaming. I mean, everybody dreams, right? But not everyone remembers their dreams or even Mm -hmm. understands them. So, Todd, I know we talk about Mm -hmm. dreams sometimes in the morning um, when we're doing our devotions. Trying to figure it all out. Right, right, right. But what's the dream that kind of sticks out in your mind? Uh, so there are so many, I have these recurring dreams, but one that mm-hmm. I've had more recently, like say within the last, uh, year or so, I've maybe had it five or six times. It's really, it's kind of fun and it's kind of simple. Uh, as you know, I like to do pull-ups, mm-hmm. but I'm never able to do as many as I'd really like to do in my dreams. I am doing pull-ups and for whatever reason, there are people around and it's all very casual. People are having conversations. I'm talking with them while I'm doing pull-ups and the pull-ups are like effortless. I'm just going, there's 10, there's 20. I'm talking to people. There's 30. I feel like I could do them one-handed. I can get up to 40, 50 pull-ups. And honestly, I just stop because I'm embarrassed that I'm showing off. So, <laughs> I, I don't know what that's all about, huh. but I'm the A narcissistic dream in my dreams. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I thought you were doing those pull-ups in real life. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is just a yeah, dream. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> All right. So what about you? Well, I mean, I have multiple dreams that we could discuss, but I think it's important um, to know that dreams don't only occur while we're asleep. Yeah. Right? No. Uh, while so, we're awake. Right. In fact, once in a while, we sort of joking these in, but not really joking these. So are, are we talking about, you know, dream dreams at night or What are your dreams, visions? your goals, your passions? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, and we wonder, are they connected, our lifetime, you know, dreams and our our nighttime dreams? Yeah, well, you are going to want to listen to this show because today our guest is an internationally recognized dream expert, nighttime and the lifetime dreams. Yeah, you're going to find out today on today's episode why your dreams are so very important and what they can reveal to you about you and more importantly, what God has in store for you. Yes. So our guest, Dr. Barbie Brethet, don't you just love that name, Brethet, is an ordained minister and experienced revelatory teacher of the supernatural manifestations of God. She's recognized. 
She is recognized all over the world as a leader, as a leading master dream analysis, published best-selling author, certified life coach, and healing minister. Barbie has ministered God's love in the streets, prisons, and hospitals, and through television and radio, and the internet throughout the world. And her deepest desire is to see people fulfill their unique destiny here on earth. And Barbie is a dedicated businesswoman and entrepreneur who has established Uh, a prophetic, several, three prophetic, actually, training centers, and she currently resides in Texas. And her bio goes on and on, and it's amazing. And so you need to go to the show notes to check out the rest of -hmm. of Barbie's bio. But I want to bring in Barbie right now because she is just such a gift to us, and I'm so excited that she's here. Hey, Barbie, I haven't seen you in a long time. Hi, Wendy and Todd. How are you? I know. I had you on the Visibly Fit TV show, and that was probably, you were saying, 15 years ago, 13 years ago. My word. Word. Wow. It's been way too long, but we're so glad you're here. Thank well, you. Thank Barbie, you. we want to hear, you know, your whole story of how you got into dream interpretation from a biblical, you know, standpoint. But first, let's just cut right to the chase on something, okay? Because everybody dreams. And I find that very few people know how to take them seriously. And it's usually because so often they're they're kind of wacky, crazy, <laughs> weird, and it's hard to really understand what they mean. I know you've heard this a hundred thousand times, but I think it was just maybe the pizza I had last night because this, <laughs> this is too weird. So let me just ask you right off the bat, why should we take our dreams more seriously? Dreams are God's uh, love language and their love letters to us. And so if we don't decipher what God is saying to us and the symbols that he's putting together in our dreams, then we never reach our destiny or we never reach the fullness of our destiny. So a lot of times people are praying and they're asking God, what do I do about this? What kind of wisdom can you give me? And then we're waiting to hear in a certain way. And God has chosen to speak in a dream, in a vision of the night, yet man does not perceive it. So dreams we, is one of the major ways that God speaks to his believers, his family, his bride. But yet we haven't developed that language in order to understand these things. It's my goal to help people communicate with God, understand what he's saying to them through the dreams of the night, because you're going to sleep one third of your life, and that's a long time. Uh, and if, if God is speaking to you then, we need to learn that language so we understand what he's saying and communicating to us as we rest in his presence. Something you said, like it's a love letter from God. Mm-hmm. I don't know of anybody who thinks of a dream that way. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful, beautiful understanding yeah. of the way God is expressing his love, like a dream, love letter. Yeah. Dreams are amazing. I've always been fascinated with them. And just to throw this in there real quick, and I'm sorry, sorry I'm throwing this no, in on you. So I had um, a um, under near my breast at one point. This was several years ago. And the doctors wanted me to come in and, and do all kinds of um, things before I traveled. And I was just praying. And anyway, the Lord showed up in my dream and actually had a, they have cancer, um, like, like dogs that sniff out cancer. And those dogs were in my dream and came up to me and actually sniffed out the cancer. And when I woke up the next morning, that lump was gone. Isn't it amazing? A healing dream. So I knew that you would appreciate that. But I I know you didn't wake up one day and just become a dream expert. So we want to know exactly how did all this start? Uh, You're right, Wendy. It's, uh, you know, the Bible says that a dream interpreter is one in a thousand and uh, tells us that in the book of Job, one of the oldest Bible books. But I was in living in Lakeland, Florida and attending a mega church on a prophetic team who would have all these 
fancy people, well-known speakers flying in. So they would ask us to minister to them. Well, at one period of time, they started saying, um, I had a dream. Can you interpret? I go, no, no, no. We're a prophetic team. We're just going to prophesy over you. And that was my response every time. And then one time this famous man was there. I don't like Mm -hmm. dropping names, so I'm going to keep him anonymous. But uh, he said, I had a dream. Can you interpret it? And I started to say, no, we're a and, and the Holy Spirit said, yes, you can interpret dreams. Run it through your prophetic gift because my sheep hear my voice and another they will not follow. I will cause you to go into vision realm to see his dream playing out. Then you listen by the spirit and I'll tell you what each of his symbols mean and represent. Then you just tell him what I tell you to say. And that's like prophesying out of a dream, out of a vision. And I thought, well, that makes sense. That is easy. We do hear God's voice. We do see him. We can taste and see that the Lord is good. So from that moment on, I started recording dream symbols and asking the Holy Spirit to teach me how to interpret dreams because it's an art that is not fully known by a lot of people, but yet it is so vital for people to know what their dreams mean because they point to destiny. They they let you know what gifts you have, what your calling is, what God's goals are for you. Like you just had a healing dream where a cancer dog sniffed that tumor right out of you because you had prayed, God, I don't want to go through surgery. I don't want to have to go through any type of cancer treatments. And God said, I love you, Wendy. I'm going to send my hounds of heaven Mm. and remove that cancer because I love you. And Mm. yours was very literal. Dreams are encounters that change and transform us. Like Solomon, when he had a dream, when he awakened from that encounter with God in that dream, he was a totally different person and the wisest man who had ever lived. I think we could spend the rest of the time just talking about the the dreams, the interpretations from the Bible. And I, I love the fact that you give the the biblical God perspective on dreams. However, there there are lots of dream interpreters, not lots, but there are dream interpreters who don't put God in the center of it at all. So how did that happen for you? When did you first meet the Lord? Where did this 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 hunger and thirst for knowing God intimately, when did that first develop and how? As a child, I was raised in the Presbyterian church and I heard God from a child, and I would know things that were going to happen, but I thought everybody tapped in that way, and everybody had prophetic giftings or could see and vision or see and dream. I just thought that was everybody. And then, um, you know, at the Presbyterian Church, I was so eager for us to do the things that were in the Bible. And I kept saying, when are we going to do the stuff? When are we going to do the stuff? Because I got saved in vacation Bible school with some brilliant women doing flannel board stories. And I wanted to be one of the disciples. So I thought, when do I get to be the disciple and walk <laughs> oh, with man. Jesus, so- talk with him, do the stuff they did. And so I asked the pastor at our church one Sunday, because they'd always greet us at the door. And we got to tell him how great he did. And then I said, so when are we going to do the stuff? And he said, what stuff are you talking about? I said, you know, blind eyes opening, deaf ears hearing, uh, you know, people getting saved and born again. And that part he agreed with. But the rest of it, he told me that that's only for a certain dispensation and time, which I had no clue what a dispensation was as a nine-year-old. And he said, when the last apostle died, all of the miraculous power died with them. And I thought, that is not fair. Why did God change? 
Why isn't God the same? Why did he love them more than he loves us now? And I thought, we can't heal ourselves. We need God. We need him for salvation. We need him for wisdom. And he only did that then. So I started walking away from the church. Mm. That's going to speak to somebody right there, Barbie. Someone that maybe has walked away from the church because mm -hmm. um, they're not allowing God to show up in the way that God shows up. And it's a little confusing. Well, first of all, thank God for the Presbyterian church that you did go to, because even though they weren't on the same page within that Presbyterian church, you, you grew more of a hunger for God, which I think is just fascinating. I think God planted that in you, right? Very few nine and 10 year olds, the first thing on their mind typically is not, how do we get to do this stuff in the Bible? <laughs> so that's a, that's, that's, that's a calling. A, that's an apparent calling on your life. I'm curious because every one of us really, I think, want to know more about our dreams, but we're all beginners in this. So seriously, Wendy and I will have some fun trying to interpret the other person's dreams. And I will bring out those but, books that I have of yours yeah, from a long yes, time true. ago, those she simple will. books. Yes. <laughs> but since we basically are all beginners, where, where do we even start to learn how we can give correct interpretations to dreams? Well, I wrote a series of books um, that they can get on my website on dreams, dream interpretation, uh, or it's called dream encounter, seeing your destiny from God's perspective, because God's perspective is always huge. And he speaks to our potential and the things that he has for us obtaining the fullness of everything that he has. Because when we're born again, God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy Spirit come into us in the fullness. It takes a lifetime to discover all the mm. dimensions of them. So I wrote that book. I wrote Great Way to See a Realm. Look again to see beyond the natural because we have to break through natural limitations into God's divine supernatural. So we have to look with spirit eyes. And then I wrote Dream Seer, Searching for the Face of the Invisible. The Bible tells us that if we search for him with all of our heart, he mm -hmm. will be found of us. And when we find him, we mm -hmm. can break through everything because now we have found the source who created us. And the last one I wrote in that series was Dream Interpreter. So between those four books, you're going to learn everything about uh, dream interpretation. And Wendy, we need to upgrade you on your, I bet you have the spiral bounds. I wrote a book of mm. dictionary symbols oh. with over 1,200, 12,000 12, wow. uh, symbols wow. in it. It's amazing. Yeah. So we've upgraded since Just then. to stop for the multitaskers uh, who want to get right <laughs> over to your website and get a book, where, where can they go? Dreamsdecoder.com or barbiebreathit.com. And I want to give them all a free online dream journal at decodemydream.com where they can start recording their dreams and visions. And we will interpret them for them. They submit them to us. We put the answer back in their dream dictionary because it's God is always speaking to us one way and another. Dreams, visions, prayer, through billboards, license plates, through Nature. music. And as when we start interpreting the way he's speaking, we the life becomes clear. And our path becomes enlightened so that we can see how to walk and achieve everything that God has. Because God wants us to break through. God wants us to be the best. So he gave us his best. He gave us his only son so that we don't have any limitations. Okay. And once we discover the fullness of Christ in us, the Bible says the Christ in us that gives us the hope of achieving glory. So we want to reach into that glory well where everything that we need is there. So we discover Christ in us 
And he knows the key has the keys to all the kingdoms and he's given us those keys. Love it. And thanks because you're going to get bombarded, I believe, uh, with people wanting to interpret their dreams. I would love that. I'm curious because there are some listeners that are the Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, but little girl that has grown into uh, adult that is Presbyterian, Methodist, whatever it is, or Catholic or whatever, but have never experienced the supernatural. Okay, mm-hmm. and in fact, they're afraid of the supernatural. And can you can we touch on that for just a moment? Because I know I was that person years ago until I, I had an experience with the Lord that set me on fire in a whole new way for Him. So it, it's some of those things. Sometimes you can't articulate into words, but some people are afraid and never go there. Can can you maybe give that that nudge of what to do next or what to expect or how not to be afraid and, and go for it? <clears throat> I'll share the, an encounter I had with God as that little girl who was walking away from the church, upset with God that he had changed and didn't love us anymore, didn't speak to us anymore. I was out riding my horse, and I was watching that TV show, Mr. Ed's Talking Horse. So I yeah. loved that show, and I wanted my horse to talk. And I'm out riding, and all of a sudden, I hear Barbie. And I thought, oh, this is it. Mr. Ed, my horse talks. So <laughs> I, and weird. I heard my name called yeah. three times, Barbie, but the, I kept watching the horse's mouth and it wasn't moving. So then I thought, who is calling me out here in the woods? And it was God speaking to a little girl who's disillusioned, who was walking away from the church because man had said, God doesn't do this anymore. Mm. And he said, Barbie, I change not. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, if you will only believe me, the same anointing that flows through the apostles of old will flow through you. And see, God is a personal God, and he wants us to seek him and discover him. And if he hadn't intervened, then I don't know where I'd be today. I would have missed my destiny. Mm-hmm. He would have had to come through somebody else or speak through someone else or rescue me from the path of destruction that I was on. And see, that's what God did with Saul. He changed him into a Paul and brought him in. And he had to deprogram him in the wilderness for 14 years to get all the religion out of him Mm. so that he could become the apostle Paul. And see, tradition and religion nullify the power of God. And so many of us have been in a religious system, but haven't had relationship with the living Savior. And so if we just cry out to God and ask him, show me who you really are, He breaks into our darkness and brings forth that light that we need so that revelation comes, knowledge comes, wisdom comes, health comes. You know, he's listening to us and he is, the Bible says he's closer than our breath. He's within our very mouth. He's the living word. So as we read his word and we call out to him, he is already within us if we're born again. And if not, we ask him to come in. And he takes up residence. If we love Jesus, it says that the Father will come and live in us. And Jesus told us in the book, John 14 is one of my favorites because it's about all about breakthrough and moving up and up and up. And I and Todd, I loved what you said about your pull-ups. When you were doing the pull-ups in front of the people with great ease. To me, when you're pulling up, you're being promoted. And now you're you're being promoted in front of all these people. It's easy. You're resting in God's strength. And it's just like he said in John 14, I'm going before you to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come back and get you and show you how to get there. He says, you know the way to get there. All these mansions that God has are in this realm. 
We don't have to wait to die to inherit the mansions. He's not in the mansion of poverty. He doesn't reside there or disease or sickness or lack or He's in this abundant overflow, breakthrough, pressed down, shaken together, running over places that he wants us to take the keys of the kingdom that he has given us, evict ourselves from lack and move into, pull up into that place of showing other people, look what God has done for me and how easy this is. Mm. And you can do it too. Come hang out with me if I'm hanging out on the bar (laughs) of prosperity and blessing. And and it's easy. It. You communicate a hope and a and a and a path that God has for all these people. And we move into the mansions where Christ abides with us. I I mean this powerful. is so powerful. I love it, Barbie. And when you mentioned about uh, people are trapped in the religiosity of things and the the tradition, we're to be to come at, you know with faith like a child, right? And that's where we hear His voice and can act upon it. When we become all adult, you know, and and don't want to be too weird or too whatever, then we we put up um, false. I don't know, like just this false identity, and yeah. instead of just being. Um, Childlike. Submissive and childlike, yeah. and that's when yeah. he can work work in us and through us. And you're a good example of that because just even <laughs> hearing his voice like that uh, as a child, but but using that as you've um, grown into a beautiful young adult woman and 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 fulfilling this calling that he has for you, it takes having that childlike faith, um, and yes. and that's what you exude. So thank you for that. Got so many more questions just about dream interpretation. I know, but, but I love but, that one. I, I know. Yeah. I, I love the You're pull-up one. In right fact, on. I'll be right back. I got to go crank out some pull-ups. <laughs> Man, seriously, I do love that. Uh, so, so Barbie, uh, you talk about um, the other kind of dreams, dreams with with visions for our lives. So, how how are these two connected? The nighttime dreams that we have, and the lifetime, and the lifetime goals, visions, achievements that uh, that we're dreaming to accomplish. Well, when we're in the presence of God and we're asleep, we're resting there. It's like He told Samuel, Eli said, "Go lay down in your place, and God will speak to you there." Well, when he laid in front of the Ark of the Covenant, it says that God called him by name and he came and appeared to him. So as we're sleeping on our beds at night, God is coming to us as we're resting. We achieve the promises of God through entering into rest. It's not the work, work, work and striving. It's going. It's seeing the vision of what God has for us, believing it. Once we believe something, then we see. The problem is we're not believing that God Mm -hmm. is for us, that God has blessings, that God wants us to prosper. He wants us to prosper above all things. He said, I'll cause you to prosper as your soul prospers. That's your mind, your will, and your emotions. When we line those things up with God, he says, the world is your oyster. So it says, seek the kingdom first and all these Mm -hmm. things will be added to you. If we get our priorities right and we look unto God for our provision and we say, I belong to you. He says, here you go. Here are the keys. Here's the power. Here's the resources. Here's the creative ideas. Entrepreneurs are getting ideas from God as they dream. Lucid dreaming gives you a creative ability so that you can prosper. We created God's 
take on his likeness. When we take on his likeness, we become creators. We can speak things into existence. We can see things that have never been done before. We can take it out of a future realm and bring it into our now so that we prosper and it provokes others to jealousy. They go, how come you guys are so fancy and have everything and are popular and they want what we have? Well, it's just because we're favored by God. And so as we are favored by God, his kingdom comes, his will is done on earth and in these earthen vessels as it is in heaven and heaven's perfect. So we're, we're bringing heaven to earth and we're releasing prosperity, blessing, we're breaking out of limitations. We're emerging into a new identity. We're taking on a Christ-like identity. And if we're like Christ, nothing's impossible. The Bible says nothing is impossible with God. So if we step in underneath his umbrella, nothing becomes impossible for us. Amen. So, um, you know, the, everyone's blessings looks different. Um, some blessings come in the form of of even a hardship at times, uh, but the blessing comes out of it. But um, so often it's just a belief issue, right? It's just it's just a belief problem. So how do how what would you say to someone that you know knows the Lord, you know reads His Word and and is is walking close with them, but yet they're like. Barbie, help our unbelief kind of thing, like the disciples did, right? Like help us believe. What is what what do we what do they do? Well, I think just cry out to God. I'm honest with God. If I'm struggling with doubt or unbelief, I'm saying, You're gonna have to help me. Mm-hmm. I, all of us have a measure of faith, but if we need a greater measure, we it says to ask. If we need wisdom, it says to ask. So yes. I am codependent on God for everything. So I don't think codependence on God is bad because he's the one that created us and he's the one that can supply everything that we need. And he loves to give good gifts to his children. He's a loving father. So I say, Lord, release your creative realm to me. Let me see what you want me to be. If I can see it, I can be it because a dream or a visual imprint on me. Now I have a blueprint. I have a strategy. So if I can maintain seeing something from an end result, I go to the whole end result of already being. I stay focused on that person or plan or whatever he has shown me as if it's actual. When I focus on it and I said, that's who I am. That's what I believe. Thank you, Lord. Thanksgiving brings multiplication. So when I begin to thank him as if it's an already done deal, I can put on that robe of righteousness. I can put on that colorful robe that Joseph wore as an interpreter. I can put on the executive suit or the red power tie, and I become who God says that I am, and I just walk it out in reality of the day because I have been transformed into his image, into his likeness, and I've taken on the characteristics of who God says I am. It's like I'm born again. So I am born into the kingdom of God, which has no limitations, where all resources that we need are there. And I just believe it's so. And if I believe it's so, I wake up, mm-hmm. it is so. Mm-hmm. So our lifetime dreams really are, are perhaps birthed from something that's in God's heart and supported and sometimes revealed in our nighttime dreams so that we shouldn't 
pull back or hesitate or sort of blow it off as it's something that's never going to happen. Because you're saying in God's love for us, he wants to reveal to us what his creative plans are for us and through us. And, and, I, and I love that. But the reality is some people listening are saying, yeah, okay, but I got these, these weird dreams have nothing to do, at least appearing, uh, seemingly nothing to do with my my good stuff. It's more like bad stuff. Like I'm in a dream. Yeah. They're nightmares, right? I'm running from bad guys who are trying to kill me or I'm trying to lock all the doors and none of the locks are working or whatever it might be. So can we misinterpret dreams? Are there some dreams that is just like the subconscious regurgitating things? (laughs) I think when, once you get to the point of a nightmare or a night terror, that means that God has sent so many wonderful positive dreams you've ignored. It's like the salesman now is knocking at your door that you can't get rid of. And it's, it's heightened the alarm of pay attention to your dreams and wow. seek out a dream interpreter. Mm-hmm. One in a thousand, because you missed so many wonderful opportunities before that God is saying, please don't miss your destiny. Please don't miss the timing. And huh. so he's allowing now that you don't want to have a nightmare. So you're thinking, I've got to get something to stop this from happening. So God goes, go back to the first place where you remember hearing me and start recalling the things that I've said to you, that I've promised you, because if we're not accessing the promises, we're not prospering. God wants us to prosper above all things. And so dreams will come that will point us back onto the path. And a lot of times visions are going to come at the crossroads of life when it's time to make a higher decision. We have many destinies in front of us. We have many futures that we can choose and choose the highest, choose the best. But if we keep settling for less instead of breaking through the opposition of fear and doubt, yes. instead of stepping into the fullness of everything that he has for us, that's called sin because we never reach the highest place that God has already paid the price for. So mm-hmm. we settle and we compromise and we live a life that's boring, that's not exciting, that we're not achieving. We feel like a failure. We feel rejection. We feel isolated. And so God is saying, I don't have that for you. That's not the plan I have for you. I have that you're the head and not the tail, that you're above pulling up on that bar, heads above everybody else. And so he said, that's what I have for you. Don't settle for less of missing the mark when I've already said you can have everything. And so I think dreaming allows us to see our greatest potential. Visions bring us onto the higher highway. Isaiah 35 is the highway of holiness where God says, I'll take you to a place where the animals can't devour and can't nip at your heels anymore. And that way you succeed and you set the mark. And God says, come up here in Revelation 4 and I will show you things that are going to happen in the future. Well, if I know the future, I'm definitely going to be positioned to prosper before others, because God said, I'm going to show you, just come up here, spend some time with me. Let me show you things that are going to happen. And I'm going to be in that place of prosperity because I knew it ahead of time. That's so, so good. It, it is. It's about stepping into the authority of who we are in Christ. And um, I, a lot of my clients, I have them create vision boards, right? And I know you're you're all about vision boards and and that kind of thing. But I have some that just say, I, I don't know where to start. Like, I don't have a vision. Well, if you don't have a vision, then the people perish, right? So what about the people that are not dreaming, that mm. cannot get a vision? What would you say to them? Like, where would they start? I would say start studying dreams. 
Mm. I would say go get the Imagine series that I created, four books on dream interpretation, because their subconscious man has not been awakened to look for dreams. Mm. So it doesn't know to look and search that they want to know what their dreams mean. If we focus on something, we empower it. So if I focus on understanding the dreams that God is giving me and I seek out interpreters who can point me in the right way and start training my subconscious man, now my subconscious go, oh, you want to remember your dreams. Okay, I'll remember your dreams for you. Then I'm going to put a pad of paper by my bed or a tape recorder on my phone. And I'm going to, when I awaken, I'm going to capture what I have just seen in a dream. Mm. And then I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit, teach me, what did that dream mean? Or I'm going to look in that dream and see if there are angels in that dream. And I'm going to ask the angels to interpret. When Daniel was interpreting the king's dreams, Gabriel came to him in a dream and gave him skill Mm. and understanding. So dreams are a gateway that open up the supernatural realm of God, the divine supernatural, the positive supernatural of the power of God. And where we can see angels, we can go into heaven, we can see the future. There's nothing that's impossible in that realm. And so God has that for every person. Every person dreams every night, Mm. but not everybody's paying attention to their dreams or recording them or interpreting them correctly. Yeah. So something you said that's very practical, like where and how to get started. Uh, so keep a little pad of paper and a pen by your nightstand. And when you wake up from a dream, rather than just going, huh, that's interesting. And then falling back asleep, jot something down because that's the starting point of beginning yeah. to understand what God is revealing. And I think, you know, everybody really needs to pick up copies of your books because I think it's a good, um, not just beginning place, but a way to be mentored and tutored in how to do this correctly. Um, I love what you said too about, you know, what we focus on, will we will empower. So that's true, whether it's Where bad focus goes, energy goes. Yeah, yeah. or whether it's, or whether it's good. Right. Mm-hmm. So is there a way to enhance our dreaming at night to, to, to be have, to have more lucid dreams? And I'm, I'm going to say something that might be a little out there. So I apologize, but uh, I had read one time, if you take Hooperzine A, <laughs> it's a supplement. <laughs> Well, you'll have you'll have lucid my dreaming. My husband and his it's supplements. I, mean, oh. I took Hooperzine, and I'm telling you, I had more lucid Did dreams. I'm just saying. There yes, you go. yes. Well, you know, it's, it's probably true. Uh, I, be rested. Uh, alarm clocks will shatter your dreams. So try to wake up before your alarm clock goes off. Um, drugs and alcohol will dull your dreaming. Um, food that's heavy at night. That's where they get the pizza dream, you know, because you're you're your body does respond to whatever we put into it. Yeah. Praying and asking God, give me a dream. Huh. And subconscious, I want you to remember this dream. And Holy Spirit, help mm. me to yes. remember my dreams. Because yes. if we we have not, because we ask not. Mm. And then I would start stewarding the dream. Study dream books. Study the parables in the Bible. Those are stories that Jesus used to teach people and dreams of the night are nighttime parables that are teaching and training you. So he's going to teach us how to understand. And this like the A to Z dream symbology dictionary. Remember, bullet point the symbols that are in your dreams and then go to that dictionary and look them up. I've tried to put biblical scriptures that go with them. I also pay attention to the time that I await. So I'll look at the clock when I awake and I'm going to go find a chapter verse combination in the Bible 
that goes with that time. I've created a card called the waking words of ancient wisdom, all the way from Genesis to Revelation. So it helps you put a verse with the Bible, uh, out of the Bible, because the Bible says, I watch over my word to perform it. So I want that dream performed. I want to get the keys. I want the power to unlock it. I want the wisdom and understanding so I can walk in the knowledge. The Bible says that knowledge will fill up a room. So I want to be knowledgeable of God's ways. Moses said, teach me your ways. And he got to have that mountaintop encounter where he saw the glory of the Lord. And it says that he caused his goodness to go before him and he said his names. The name of God, there are hundreds of them. And as we learn the different names, not just here, but we take on the character and the attributes of that name. We assimilate that power into us and the Christ who is in us then can emerge out of us in that dimension of what he has just called himself, Lord, Savior, Deliverer, Healer, Provider. What do you need God to be? He has a specific name for that. I love that. And you go about it with great expectancy. Like, Lord, I expect to, to interpret this dream and I expect to hear from you. And I think that that's a good word too, is have great expectancy. Um, of course, I think most people listening, when they think of um, dreams in the Bible, they obviously go to Joseph so often. So here's the question, because we know the story of Joseph. Do we need to be careful of who we share our dreams with? <laughs> I am. Uh, I have a few trusted friends who are qualified dream interpreters. I would never go to a Jung, Gestalt, Freudian, or any of those types of secular humanistic interpreters because they would not come up with a biblical interpretation. Those are humanistic. Uh, Everything has a sexual connotation to it Mm -hmm. or a perversion. Mm -hmm. So you want somebody who is spirit-filled, knows the word, will prophesy to your greatest possible potential because When you agree with the dream interpretation, that dream is going to then follow it. So you're coming into agreement where we lend our agreement. We're in the balance. So I can agree with light or I can agree with darkness. I'm going to go on light because that's the kingdom of God. So when I agree with what God is saying, now the power comes to fulfill that in your life. So you don't want to go to the gossips, to Susie Bucketmouth to your next door neighbor. And maybe not to your, to your brothers like Joseph did, because they were not in agreement to that dream. (laughs) They said, Oh, we're, we're going to bow down to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even the father missed it. He should have known that that dream had come twice. And if the dream comes twice, it's established. Mm -hmm. Even he missed it and he understood dream language. So Barbie, our, our podcast, as you know, is all about breakthrough stories. And just wondering, and the breakthroughs in all areas of life, whether it's finances or health or relationships, whatever it might be. Uh, So can dreams help us experience a breakthrough? And has there ever been that in in your life where there was a dream that literally ushered in a breakthrough in your life? I would point to the dream I had that I was going to the airport and I couldn't get through the gate onto the plane because there were two angels there asking me who I am. And I said, I am Barbie Breathitt. And they said, no, you're not. And I'm thinking, okay, yes, I am. You know, <laughs> if I'm not Barbie Breathitt, who am I? And I, I said, oh, 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 I'm Dr. Barbie Breathitt. And they said, no, you're not. And I thought, okay, well, I took out my 
Louis Vuitton purse and with a matching wallet, which I don't own, but somewhere in the future I do. So I knew this was a future vision. And so I pull out my driver's license and I go, yes, I am Barbie Breathitt. Here's proof. And they said, no, you're not. And then they said, who is your God? And can you name him? And I, st- I started thinking how many names I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's like 365 names of God. And I have to list all those names to get on that plane. And they said, you know, if who is God to you? He is the great I am. And he said, until you can take on the I ams of God, you cannot advance. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, I am a healer. I am a deliverer. I am an author. I am a friend. I am. And Paul told us, he says, you become all things to all men that you might win some to Christ. And as believers, we take, when we take on the I ams of God, we are able to walk in that nature characteristic attribute. And it was a key for me to break through in any type of situation. Mm. If I'm in a secular realm, I can be the executive. If I am working with somebody that needs healing, I am the miracle worker. So I just take on that. I am part of God who now I have access to that can take me into the heavenly realms and take me to the destination that he needs me to go. And breakthrough is assured when we call on God's name. And which name do we need for that particular breakthrough? Because God has hundreds of names and he says, I've given them to you. You know, one of the, for warfare, it's the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, bring not our lives unto death, our testimony. And so all those things have been given to us for breakthrough and nothing can stand up against the names of God, the blood mm. of God. Amen. What a dream. Actually, that just brought, um, I was reminded of a dream that I had, and and we were actually uh, in Reading, and it was over and over. I mean, like over and over, like a broken record, who I am, revealer, healer, revealer, healer, revealer, healer. And it was like driving me nuts because it wouldn't stop. And finally, I woke up, remember? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I got it. Yeah. And um, so sometimes he just has to, get, you know, get our attention. He wanted you to agree. Agree. See, the mouth. Right. We confess and mm. it is established that we frame our world with our words. It tells us that in mm. Hebrews. And if we will agree with and speak it, he just wanted you to agree. I am a revealer healer. Once you agreed, you became. Exactly. It was just that quick. Amazing. And and it's such a great reminder, Barbie, and I'm glad that we're having this conversation that, you know, God spoke this world into existence. We're created in his image. And therefore, when we speak, then things come to pass. And so um, it's just a great reminder. And so as we are, you know, coming into agreement with these dreams, those dreams come to pass, the visions uh, become realities. And it's not claim it, name it. It's not that like, I think so many people get hung up on that, like, prosperity preaching and claim it, name it. They're misinterpreting what prosperity preaching even is about, right? It is, yes. It's about stepping into the authority that God has given us. And so um, I just love who you are as a person. I've known you for a long time and you have such a beautiful heart and you are, are really just spreading the love of Christ and 
with everyone that you meet. And so thank you for, for doing all that you do with, with your dream interpretation and your life coaching yeah. and, and all of that. I'm but, anxious to uh, get on your website and get your material. Uh, because I, <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. Cause I, I honestly, that miss, pull up dream. It's got, well, <laughs> I'm sure somewhere in a Bible I'm going to find Yeah, God has a name. It's sort of hidden there. It's the pull up champ. <laughs> yeah. I am a pull up champ. I love that. Uh, but, but years ago I used to interpret dreams very intuitively and, uh, may have been one in the thousand. I'm not sure people would come to me. Hey, what does this mean? It seems like God just intuitively would give me the interpretation. Yeah. But then I got really busy in life, owning my own business and things got really crazy and hectic and I backed away from it. And now I find trying to interpret dreams, I, there's so much of it going on up in here in my head. So I'm anxious to dig into your material because it sounds like there are certain principles and, and standards and procedures that one can follow as you attempt to interpret dreams. So bless you for following that call in your life where you're going to be a real help to all of us. Yes. Really, thank you. Thank you, Barbie. We got a couple fun, quick questions before you go. And, um, you know, those that are listening may or may not know of you, but they will now know of you. Um, but what's something personal that maybe something someone wouldn't know about you? That's a little fun. Apart from the dream interpretation. Yeah, right. Because that's really so, fun. <laughs> something. I'm an really animal like. lover. Ah. Yeah. Uh, I love people. I love the garden. Oh, that's uh, good. And you love Ford persons. Minister. And you love I persons. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Oh, <laughs> in purses. I have a whole wall of purses. Shoes. I'm a clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's yeah. right. Always dressed to the nines. I love it. And yeah. what about um, just. If someone were listening and they just needed that that one word of permission to start dreaming again, and what would you tell them as far as? I would say dream the biggest dream possible. Once you dream biggest dream possible, dream another one that's even more impossible than that one. Because with God, it's in the book of John, it says, up to this time, you've asked nothing in my name. So ask largely that your joy may be full. Mm. If you go before a king, you don't want to insult a king by asking for something small. He has all wisdom, all knowledge, all wealth. And so if you go, could you please give me a stamp for my letter? He's going to throw you out of the courtroom. (laughs) You want to go before a king and ask for a kingdom. And God has already said, I'm going to give you, I've already given you the kingdom. Mm. So ask largely. What is in your heart? God put that in there for you to achieve that. He's already given you the desire of your heart. Speak it out. Pray it. Decree it. God said, if we will declare a thing, he will establish it. So go before God and ask for what is in your heart because he wants your joy to be full. Joy gives us strength to carry out our purpose and to break through every wall of opposition, to break every chain of limitation so that we are always at the top where God has called us to be. I love it. Put a bow on this podcast. Wow. That's amazing, Barbie. Thank you so very much. And um, and joy is a choice. And so we get to just keep on uh, choosing him and choosing that joy. So thank you. You are a joy to us. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate your knowledge, your wisdom. And those of you that are listening, go to barbiebreathit.com or dreamcoder.com. Com. Dreamsdecoder.com. Dreamsdecoder. Thank you. We'll put that in the show notes. Yep. Dreamsdecoder.com and submit your dream and Barbie will interpret that for you. So thank you. God bless you, my friend. I hope to see you soon next time I'm, I'm in Texas. Thank you. Uh, but thanks bless for being on the guys. podcast and we'll catch you next time. Thank you, Barbie. Right. Blessings. Okay. Blessings. Blessings.
Thanks. Wow, that is so fun. You know, I've always loved dreams. Always. I know you have because I, mean, I hear about them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to do a much better job in interpreting them because half the time I interpret them rather loosely. But I, I love the fact that she's put her lifetime mm-hmm. into, into studying this from a biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that keeps coming through over and over again is that that God reveals himself and he reveals things about you in your dreams. Right. If you're willing to expect it and if you're free to accept it. And That's it. Dream like the biggest dream you can. I love that illustration, postage stamp versus a kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, listener, you have just been given permission to yes. go big and I mean, expect it. to hear God's yes. voice yes. in your dreams and, and start and interpreting those. And yeah. if you don't know how to interpret, go to dreamdecoder.com. Dreams decoder. Okay, it's going to be in the show notes. It's, uh, yeah, it's- <laughs> It's dreamsdecoder.com. Yes, or barbiebreath.com. But she yeah. is uh, just a plethora of information, and she can help you out with those dreams. So, uh, I don't know. What, I think that's a wrap for that today. Wrap? It certainly Gosh, is. Would love I to. I want to keep going. Love I'm, to hear back from you. If yes. You what are some, some of feedback. your dreams? Yeah, and what are Isn't some? Isn't that from a movie? Uh, there's lots of movies about <laughs> dreams. We really have to go there. Field of Dreams, Dream On, Dreamer, Dreamer Boy, whatever. <laughs> okay. So listen, if you if you enjoy the the podcast, uh, please feel free to share it with others. Give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe. You know all that good stuff. You're always asked to do it by everybody else. Well, Wendy and I are asking you to do it for us, please. We really think there's value for so many more, but yes. they got to hear about it and they'll hear about it as you share it. So thanks for doing that. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on your biggest breakthrough. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, we love spending time with you right here on Your Biggest Breakthrough Podcast. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. But until then, just head on over to yourbiggestbreakthrough.com where you'll find some free resources and information and a place where you can comment and we would love to dialogue with you there. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.